welcome back to I Was Hornswoggled, waking up from a narcissist-induced nightmare. I am in my van. Now you know what time it is. It is a van diary time. It is March 9th, 2023. I am your host, Harina. On these van diary episodes, I sit in my van while my kids are in class and I catch you up on whatever the topic is that I'm going to ramble on about. And today I even try to take some notes. I try to take some notes down in the last class we were at on some post-it notes because I am a professional rambler and I'm also a professional um, disappearing podcast host. (laughs) I realize that I need to make sure I make more time for myself to do the things that I like to do. It's really easy not only as a mom and a wife to make that time for yourself, but also when you are coming out of a narcissist-induced nightmare where you were always the trough, you were always the one that wasn't really allowed to have a voice, you weren't the one who was allowed to enjoy the things you enjoyed without being ridiculed or looked down on or dealing with constant... Um, glares of condescension. (laughs) So it's a healing process. I I realized that I need to make sure to make time for me to do the things that I enjoy and that is podcasting. And that's one thing I struggle with is staying consistent and making that time. And I believe that I probably have some ADHD that I have undiagnosed too because I really lose track of time like craziness. I have no idea like time has flown by and I'm just living in my cloud world. I don't know. I'm not a professional. So I am just a woman who is trying to find her way. (laughs) So you may be too. And that's why we are here together. So I, while my kids are in class, we're going to be talking about the internet and narcissists. I spend a lot of time on social media. I host multiple podcasts I have very different interests across the realm. I, I am, um, I have my, I have my hands in all kinds of pies. (laughs) That's how I would say I have a lot of interests. I have a new phone though too. I'm going to try to record this show without making a lot of cell phone noise. Um, because the way my van, my new van is set up, I don't have a handy, I need to get a holder for my phone so I can just... Um, not touch my phone while I'm recording. So I hope I don't make too much noise. All right. So we're going to just talk briefly about, I say briefly, and we all know that I suck at being brief. (laughs) Oh, I should tell you how you can get a hold of the show. You can find me on Twitter at HornswogglePod. You can go to CozyPodcastNetwork.com. I where my other podcasts are hosted. Uh, You can go to HornswogglePodcast.wordpress.com for the, the site for the podcast. And you can email the show at HornswogglePodcast podcast at gmail.com. So I believe that is all of the stuff. And all right, so we're going to talk about narcissists and the internet on the other side of this music jingle. All right, I'm actually going to try to fit my phone 
into the steering wheel. The downside is if some random person comes up or if I have to stop recording, I can't see my screen. But the upside is I won't be touching it and be making a bunch of noises. You may just hear my post-it notes because if I don't write down some bullet points, I will just wander around the podcast park trying to remind myself what I was going to talk about. All right, so we're going to be talking about the internet and narcissists and Obviously, I'm not doing a deep dive. It's not going to be as organized as I would like. So most likely I will hit up on this topic in the future, probably from my podcasting chick cave office instead of my van. But this is the beauty of a van diary. I get to to talk about some stuff. And that's the other part. It's so hard podcasting too, because throughout my day, I have all these ideas and topics and discussion floating around in my head. And by the time I make time to do it, I'm tired and I forgot everything. So I really am going to be more uh, diligent and writing stuff down. So that's why I bought some awesome post-it notes. All right, here we go. Internet and narcissists. This is going to be speaking from my own observations during my time across the interwebs, the internet. And one thing I've really noticed a pattern with is, um, and I'm going to talk about this in a broad, broad, generalization. I hate generalizations, but being the fact that I'm not here to diagnose people, um, I can only see like N narcissistic personality disorder, personality traits coming out. It, It becomes a pattern of behavior. You start seeing these little red flags. That is what I'm going to be more or less addressing. There's no way for me to know if the person on the other side of that avatar has NPD, but I can definitely become, I've become a professional uh, throughout my life. Now that I know the red flags I would see, now that, that I know that they have names and there's a reason behind it, it's made it a lot easier for me to not step on these narcissist landmines through life. So yeah. So, so far what I see as a pattern, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and I will see people being the thirst level right now in social media seems to be increasing. And it definitely seems that the narcissists are getting extra thirsty and they're going to extreme lengths to get their feed on. And the the internet is a bottomless trough for narcissists to obtain their supply. And I feel like this has a benefit and it also has um, it's, it has its upsides and its downsides. The upsides is that us in the real world, I feel, don't have to deal as much. Like if you if you're a narcissist, your or your ex narcissist has an internet presence, I feel like you may get less drama from them because they have a trough that they can run to to get that attention from negative or positive supply, they can get it from the internet, right? But I think back, say, a good 30 years ago, people dealing with narcissists really struggled because those narcissists needed human interaction to feed on. It was very rare for them because they wouldn't have been able to hop into a chat room or hop on a forum or now like that's how the internet started out. A lot of the AOL uh, chat rooms and so on or forums were a big thing. They couldn't take on their internet persona 30 
plus years ago. So you you had a lot of narcissists roaming the real world, whether it was at work, at the park, at church, at the restaurant, wherever you went. The, they were extra thirsty in real life. So I almost feel like the internet has... The, the upside is with narcissists is they may not be the ones that are on the internet. We might not be running into as many narcissists in our real world because they have like this unlimited supply on the internet. They can go in and make their multiple social media accounts and they can just start feeding off from people, feeding off from people. And I even... <laughs> I've known people to download these AI chatbots, and I don't think the person or the people using them realize that this is exactly what these narcissists love, is these um, AI chatbots that are supposed to mimic a real person, and you can download it through like the app store, and it's like this, this chick who pretends that she's either your best friend or you're in a relationship with them. And um, and it's interesting because I've talked to a couple of individuals online who don't realize that they're using these chatbots because they're like thirsty for attention. And this chatbot, it's really creepy to me. I thought it was absolutely creepy. But this person who I suspected was definitely an NPD person because I was having to like, they're immediately the type of person that will slide into your DMs and like try to talk to you. And you just know that one, you've never met this person before. Two, you have no idea who they are. And three, they just constantly are trying to love bomb you. And you're like, whoa, Okay, I I instantly block them. But I would see them start talking about this. I think it was called like Replica is the name of the chat bot. And narcissists, this is like their dream. This AI messages them and acts like a normal person. Messages them all the time. Hi, hello, how are you? And this person was going on talking about how they they really loved this chatbot and I would see them post on social media talking about like how um, this chatbot is really cool and the company uses your interactions with the chatbot to make it better and more lifelike and I'm like that's the furthest thing from uh, my reality that I would want. Normally wired people want authentic normal relationships but narcissists don't. Narcissists don't care if you they, that's the, <laughs> they don't care if you have a pulse. Narcissists just want to feed off from you. They are the flesh and blood vampires of like folk tale. They, they literally just need supply and they don't care where it comes from. <laughs> so, you know, these AI bots, this is the other creepy part. If they're learning how to interact with humans with the ones who are interacting with them, I guarantee you there's a bunch of wackadoodles <laughs> wanting these replica AI bots as like their real relationship person. So can you imagine being this AI trying to learn about humanity via a narcissist who's using them purely for supply? I mean, the it's just nuts. <laughs> we are not being represented very adequately. <laughs> So I have seen these people that have given me NPD red flags just go into town talking about how much they love this rep, this creepy replica bot and how it messages them and how it checks in with them and how it um, interacts back and forth. 
And, you know, that's why it's the narcissist's, like, dream. This chatbot is not going to disagree with them. It's not going to push back on them. It's it's weird. It's almost like a mutual feeding. The AI is feeding Intel um, to learn about human interaction. And the creepy narcissist is using the AI as a supply. You know, they're just, they don't care. They just like that this thing is um, at their beck and call. So that is one way technology and like the internet and narcissism has definitely um, changed the landscape when they're when they're kind of fused together with each other. I have a family like walking around the van, so you might hear wind because it's windy today, and you might hear door slamming and kids hooting and hollering. But hey, I'm in my van and I'm at the school, so that is one thing I would have never anticipated. So then also, um, the other part, oh, I started to talk about one thing and I think I jumped. So the other part that I've noticed, like I said, on, on the internet, they have been very thirsty. I see them low key compete with each other. So let's say you have this person and what they'll do is I've seen, um, these NPD red flags come out from people that I have, uh, mutual followers on the internet. You can tell this person really craves attention and they really want to move up in their content creation realm. So I will see them put out, woe is me tweets. They'll be like, oh, what can I do to have people notice me? Um, Twitch streamers, uh, content streamers, it is because I'm also in the gaming realm um, I am a gamer, I would say by a choice, not by generation. And my mom hated it that we would game, like we would play video games with our dad growing up. So I don't think there's anything, there's a huge ridiculous stigma that impersonally narcissists put on gaming because if you're not like them, you're not, you're not okay. And to me, it is a learning something that I can do to learn and stay, um, engaged in the world and how technology is like coming into our world. Plus it's a bonding tool with my children and it gives me a nice healthy place to uh, meet other adults, to have fun and in a fun world. I think we as adults struggle with allowing ourselves to still have fun. So I made it a point to continually have fun. Obviously, I don't do it all day long. I do it when all of my responsibilities are taken care of. And that's why I normally game for an hour or two at night. And it's normally with people my age. And there's a lot of people that um, game. So I would say most of the listeners to my gaming podcasts are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and I even have some in 60s. And I know this because of uh, Spotify analytics. So you would be surprised of how many people your age are actually listening to gaming podcasts and also game. And the technology is going to keep progressing and I don't really want to be left behind and I want to have something in common with my kids. So because of this, I am in those realms and I see the thirst extra strong. So if you're just a person who goes to work, comes home, plops down, flips on the television and just vegetates for four or five hours watching Family Feud or whatever, you're not going to see this. You're going to just see what's ever in your world. So in my world, I see people engaging 
on a different level and using social media is almost like they throw social media, they throw little pity parties out on the internet and uh, they will tweet or make posts on Instagram or Facebook or whatever and they will start with sympathy. They will start to complain about why they can't get followers, they can't get viewers, they can't get listeners, um, they can't get people. So then they, they tried the victimhood route. And when that doesn't work, because when they're in a sea of other people with NPD or traits, red flags, narcissistic flea infestations on the internet, they're not going to get the sympathy from them because those people, they're all in it for themselves. So I feel kind of sad because I, I sit back and I just watch. I'm like, oh, okay, this person's doing their pity party today. And then the next step, it's like clockwork. It starts with a pity party, and then it starts where they start mirroring the people, their targets. So I'm seeing a lot of people all of a sudden, it's almost like they they copy their target's bio or profiles. Uh, if this person has certain labels and interests and um, games or whatever listed in their bio that person will start mirroring them. So it's like, oh, well, if I can't beat them, I'm going to join them and I'm going to try to grift off from this person's success. Now, this happens, can happen anywhere. You know, I just happen to see it more in my realm. But even, no matter what community that you find yourself in, you will find narcissists in there trying to, one, grift off from the success of the most successful. Two, you will find them trying to peel off parts of that already existent community, you will see them try to peel away people. They will start a smear campaign within a community, right? So I believe like even with um, narcissist content creation, I'm not a part of any of those circles. I'm just a lone wolf person. I couldn't tell you anybody outside of Dr. Romani that I ever really watch. And there's a few other YouTubers that I would pick up on, but everything I talk about, I tell you where I get it from, or it's my own experience. I don't, I'm not part of any sort of community because I have learned my lesson. I don't want to get sucked into these communities where they're inevitably will, the internet communities will inevitably get a narcissist in there and like a disease, they will start trying to peel off from the success of the main person. And then they will start the smear campaign. Then they will plant the seeds of doubt into the community members' minds. And then they will divide the community. And then they will cause a peeing contest between the division of the communities. And then they will proclaim they are the authentic one and that the original leader is the phony. And I've just seen it time and time again. No matter what community on the internet you're in, narcissists will find a way to wreck it, right? And so that could be anything. That could be a cooking community. It could be like I said, the gaming community. It could be um, the podcast content creating community. It could be just women getting together on the internet in a group. And you will find there will be a thirsty person trying to rise to the top and trying to steal the thunder of the main creator. It happens. It's textbook. So that is one way narcissists absolutely thrive on the internet. Because they get to control how they're perceived. Now, if they were in the real world, they couldn't catfish you because you see them with your eyes. But the narcissists on the internet love to catfish themselves. They will 
pile the filters on. They will steal people's pictures. Now there's a website out there. It's called like this person doesn't exist. That's like a narcissist empty pit of uh, avatars. It's an AI generated website that makes super realistic looking human pictures and they can just pretend to be anybody, right? So narcissists and technology and the internet, it is a battlefield all in itself. And if you don't educate yourself on it, you may be a victim right now of it and you don't even know because I don't know about you, but you can't even spend five seconds on Instagram without some rando trying to Mac on you. They slide into your DMs. I just block. If I don't know the person within the community, I just block them. Don't waste your time. Don't fall victim to these narcissists that love to grift off from the kind people who are on the internet. And I definitely feel like we're like, we are outnumbered by narcissists on the internet and there's definitely, I feel like, the louder voices on the internet, they always, um, I always give them the, the side eye because I don't trust them. The louder they are on the internet and the more self-centered they are and the more self-promoting they are, I just, I just can't trust them. And um, so it's different when you see people, human the interactions. That leads me to another part. Narcissists on the internet will not interact with others. They will just yell out into the void and expect everybody to interact with them. But they literally will put zero sense or zero interactions with other people on a normal basis. If they, they will very rarely comment on other people's posts. They will very rarely like or engage with them in a very um, down-to-earth fashion. It is all output. There is no input from narcissists on the internet. It is self-promotion, self-loathing. Uh, you will see them throw their temper tantrums on the internet and they are just wanting attention. And I have been like super close to just going through my internet, my, my social media, and just unfollowing all the people who don't um, seem to engage with people on a down to earth level because it just seems to be getting a lot, like a lot of out of hand. Um, you just, you'll see people just post stuff just to get that serotonin boost because that's the other part about narcissists and the internet. Uh, social media is designed to boost serotonin. It is designed to, for you to get serotonin hits when somebody likes or interacts with something that you posted. So what a better place for narcissists to go. We've already established that they can catfish you. They can, that means if you don't know what that means, that means pretending to be somebody that they're not. And back in the day, they would have to literally steal other people's photos and pretend to be that person. But they don't have to do that anymore. Now the AI is generating music. It's generating fake videos. It's generating fake profile pictures, fake voices. It is just boomed. Definitely be alarmed. There are free sites out there right now that narcissists inevitably will be using to one, create voice conversations. I found one last night because I do content creation, I was curious if they had an AI that could read out like um, a script, like um, like a podcast intro or something. I was messing around with it 
And I can't remember if I heard it off from like a tech podcast or something, but I remember going to it and I'm like, oh my gosh, you can technically have this AI read out something in another accent and for free. Now, in my I could sniff it out because it seemed still too robotic. But if it's that polished now, give it a couple months. How much more polished will it be? So be on your guard, survivors. We have another wave of tools that narcissists are going to be using against you. And if that is another reason why I like to be in the know and in the gaming community, I it tends to, I learn the most there for my age at being 43 and keeping up with technology in 2023. Um, there's a lot of people my age that don't, they, that don't, but there's a surprising amount that actually do because we're all in the same community together. So I just want to share that with you. I, my mom used to, um, verbally abuse me for my interests in gaming, try to make me feel like I don't, I'm, I'm an adult. I shouldn't be gaming. No, adults need to be able to play. If that's going out and playing sports, if it's going and meeting your friends for coffee hour, there's literally everybody's version of play is different. I happen to be a homeschooling mom with two kids. I don't want to be checked out of their life. I want to know what is on what they're around. And I want to be able to speak their lingo. And I want them to be able to trust me so that, and I want to be able to trust them. So for us, it's something we do as a family. It's like if we sat down and played a board game together, which we do that too. It's like we play together as a family. So even my husband. So it's my generation. We, we were the first console people. We were the first, um, like, big PC. Everything hit around in the 80s when I was born. So, I digress. <laughs> Keep your guard. Make it a point to know what tools you, that narcs have that they will be using against you. Because they will be using this against you. Um... The, the downside of these AI profiles, like I said, is they're immaculate. They are so believable. And the fake videos coming out now, so believable. And that's another part I wanted to warn you about. Being that I'm in the gaming uh, community, there has actually been... I'm sorry, I feel like I'm getting a cold now and I'm sniffing my nose while I'm podcasting and that's a no-no. But this is a Van Diary. This is just off the cuff. So, one thing you need to watch out for is that there's technology now where they can take your faces and put you on in videos doing very adult things and you won't even know. And they can upload these to sites and they're incredibly believable. There were two women that this actually happened to. They were Twitch streamers and someone they thought were was a friend. They were in a relationship with this, this man. He just took their pictures off from social media, uploaded them to this website, and then all of a sudden started creating these adult films with their faces, and it looked real. And then he was caught doing this, 
And the whole internet thankfully canceled him. I mean, canceling, I guess, has its ups and downs because he was busted out for doing this. And this is not, this is something that narcissists will inevitably do to their victims, whether it be their girlfriends, they will use it to smear campaign you. They will, so please be very, be very aware, be aware of what is out there. They can use these videos to manipulate you. They can use these videos to run a smear campaign against you. They can use any of these tools right now on the internet to build a case against you. If you are in a custody battle, just know that if you get a lawyer, make sure they are up to date on technology. Make sure they have done their due diligence to research all of the ways, because that is the downside we're dealing with right now, is that our higher ups, people in higher positions, whether they be in the court system and the police and um, just government in general, not so up on the AI. And if they're going to get blindsided and victims are going to get blindsided with it because there's so many tools out there right now at the narcissist disposal that if you don't educate yourself on it and know that and stop trusting in your everything you see, and that's the, the, the hard part. So keep your circle small to start when you're healing. Don't trust everything you see and don't share don't let a narcissist guilt you into sharing stuff that you're not willing to share because they can use that against you, okay? I have also been seeing um, women posting that with the internet right now, we have a lot of these dating apps. And the new thing now is, is they are harassing not only women to send nudes, obviously, that's like a given. Uh, they will also for try to guilt you into immediately giving you your their phone number, your phone number to them. Definitely, if you're going to be doing that, use a different app that has an, a phone number to it. Maybe like a WhatsApp. Maybe get a Google phone number that kind of attaches to your original phone number, but you can get voice messages separately without giving out your intel. Or get a uh, pay-as-you-go phone with a phone number that's not linked to any of your accounts because narcissists are really good at pushing their victims to giving them what they want from them. And they don't give a damn about you and they don't love you. Okay. So just get that out of your mind. They don't. You are you are there to use and abuse and cast aside and until something good comes and that's when they will make their jump. So just educate yourself. Look at the warning signs on social media. They will do the sympathy. They will give their pity party, their little pity party stories. Oh, I'm having a horrible day. This and this and this and this and this happened. And then they just can't wait for people to pile in and go, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know, they just suck it up, suck it up. It's like, it is, it is like feeding times 10. (laughs) So, and so I would say my first, my experience with this is I, now that I know what I know about my mom, it made a lot of sense. But I remember back when 
we had AOL and I was like 18 and I remember being 17, 18 on the internet and you would get into these chat rooms and they would be like topical, topic driven. So you would get in and you would talk to people about stuff that you had in common, stuff that you liked. And I thought it was so strange that my mom, I never got on in there and was mean to people just because I didn't know them. And I thought it was really strange that my mom would almost like light up. She would go, scooch over, let me try this. And then she would just start picking fights with people in the chat room, like under my name. And I was like, what are you doing? If you're going to be act like this, get your own name. Like, why are you, what are you doing? So I would have to be like, that was my mom. And then I, in my mind, I thought, why would my mom immediately want to get on AOL and just start picking fights with random people? You know why? It's because she's a freaking narcissist. One, she didn't give a damn who was on the other side of that word or that name. She, to them, she was nobody. They were nobody. She, she didn't know them. They were nobody. She had, they had no value to her. They were only there for her to feed off from. And that was my very first, should have been my very first red flag that my mom was a narcissist and that she was getting her feed on. And that right there, I take all that learning from in the past, her totally finding it okay to pick fights with people like that. And then fast forward to when she made her first Facebook all she would do is talk smack about everybody on Facebook. She would just dish on them. She would gossip about them. She would, narcissists love Facebook, but they also, it's the bane of their existence because the algorithm doesn't always favor the narcissist. The narcissist is there for that constant clicks and likes, but what they don't like is seeing other people's beautiful lives when their lives are not beautiful. So they can pick a target and they can start a smear campaign and they can start using that in a negative way, not just purely the feed off from, but to get free intel to use against their target. So narcissists love the internet too because people are way too sherry sherry on the internet. And narcissists will take every little bitty ounce of what that what you're putting out there to use against you. And I've often thought about like, oh, what if my narcissist found my podcast? I'd be like, I don't care <laughs> because I'm telling the truth. And if they want to use my podcast to victimize themselves, go for it because I'm not, I've held nothing back. I am an open book. I'm telling everything because you never have to be shamed into silence or guilted into silence by your narcissist. They would love it if you were, but I'm not. I'm like, fine, find my podcast. I don't care. Try to be like, oh, look at, I have a horrible daughter. She's talking about me on the podcast. Yes, I am. I am talking about what you did to me and my family and everybody I've ever known on a podcast. I am doing that. And what's your point? <laughs> I am not lying about it. I'm not telling your name. I'm nothing. You know, there's literally nothing linking my podcast to this one person unless they stumble upon it and go want to be a victim of it. Go for it. Have a nice day. So I've already thought about that. I'm like, whatever. So the narcissists love the internet. I'm going to try to wrap this up. There's going to be many other points that I have that they absolutely love, but so we've covered it. Just please educate yourself on the technology that is out there and how narcissists can use it against you before it actually happens to you because it can. 
And especially, we all know how dirty dogs, narcissists can be. If they want something from you and they're going to use it to hold over your head, to control you and to manipulate you, they will use this technology. If they are tech savvy people, they will use this against you. So if you need to go up against them and what they're trying to submit to court or they're trying to submit to your family and friends and they're trying to shame you and throw mud on your name, you need to do your your homework on this ahead of time. So you can sniff it out, find out all of the sources and be up on your game. Do not trust your eyes right now. The stuff going on right now is looking more real and more real by the day. All right. So check out that website. The thing is called this person does not exist.com and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. And keep your eye out on those AI chatbots too, because your narcissist may be having an affair with a bot. <laughs> because I literally have heard this happening. It was so creepy. Oh, and the other point I wanted to make is I have been seeing a lot of so like so narcissists will try to um, what they do is I I paint this metaphor. A narcissist is a thirsty of energy vampire, right? So what they do is they will take one straw and they will put one straw on a person on the internet. The internet makes it so easy for them to feed off from multiple troughs at the same time. So let's say this narcissist is married. One, they will always refer to their married person as their roommate. That is a pattern I have seen. You will always say, my roommate, my roommate. I would say, 80% of the time, I'll give them a, a liberal 80% of the time. It's not their roommate. It's their significant other that does not know that they're trying to low-key cheat on them with multiple people on the internet. I've seen this happen. They will start referring to their significant other as their roommate. You have known them on the internet for so long. You've seen them post about being married. And then all of a sudden, when they you could tell they were starting to want to go on the prowl, their significant other immediately becomes their roommate. Two, they will start cultivating behind the scenes relationships. There was a girl I was friends with on the internet that actually is with her significant other, but did not know that he, when she met him on the internet, had straws and like five other women in their friend circle on the internet. And he was whispering sweet nothings to all five of those women. So literally think about it like fishing. They throw their net out and they put one worm. Each woman was a pond and they threw one fishing line out into one pond. They threw another fishing line out in another pond. So you got five fishing poles and five different ponds waiting to catch a fish. One of them bit. It happened to be the girl I was friends with, right? She got sucked into this dude's world unbeknownst that he had four other fishing poles and four other ponds. Narcissists will do this regardless of they identify as a man or a woman. They will do this. They will go fishing. And whichever fish bites first, that's the one they're going to go to. But they will low-key keep those fishing poles in those other ponds, okay? So watch out. Narcissists will use the internet for that. She was in a relationship with this person for well over a year. It was a long-distance relationship. He ended up moving in with her. Then she finds out about all these other women. But you know the downside? She had that Jerry Springer attitude about it. She got mad at the other women. What?! Are you kidding me? So he had already done damage to this woman's brain, right? He had already done damage to brain. She found nothing wrong with the fact that he was fishing in four other ponds, including hers. She got mad at the ponds, not the fishermen. How does that work? 
tell me how that works. I don't know. So narcissists can really do a number on you and they can really do a number on people who want to believe the best in others. That's the only explanation I could think of. So I'm going to wrap up episode 30 on that note and we will pick up I feel like this is a topic that is, we're going to be, um, there's, it's an unlimited, uh, topic to talk about, but please keep your, your mind open. Don't trust everything you see and do your due diligence. Okay. If you're not the person, if you're not tech savvy, if you're not in like the gaming realm, I don't even like the stigma that's with that name. Okay. But it is what it is. <laughs> If you are not up to date on what is out there in the world right now, please educate yourself because it these tools, narcissists will, mark my words, they will be using against their victims. I've already started to see it being done. All right. So educate yourself. All right. Have a great day. Bye. I'm going to pick my phone up now. So I'll probably make a bunch of weird noise. Bye-bye. All right, that was episode 30 of I Was Hornswoggled, waking up from a narcissist-induced nightmare. I have been your host, Horina, and this has been I Was Hornswoggled, and you can find the show at I at hornswogglepodcast.wordpress.com. You can head to my podcast network, cozypodcastnetwork.com, for this show, the show notes, and all the other shows that I host. And you can find the show on Twitter at Pod, And I want to say it was Podcast at gmail.com. You can also write into the show there. So I think I covered all my bases. That's the downside of trying to wing, wing it in my van. Thank you for joining me for this other episode. And I look forward to seeing you on episode 31. Bye-bye.